Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. In the name of Allah, the most beneficent, the most merciful. The Islamic Propagation Office at Rabwa is pleased to present to you this lecture, entitled by Walid Basuni. Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen. والصلاة والسلام على أشرف الأنبياء والمرسلين نبينا محمد وعلى آله وصحبه أجمعين وبعد brothers and sisters brothers and sisters we shall going to talk about the sister in Afghan the sixth pillar an arcane iman for iman which is believe believing in the qada wa qadar the predestination and the faith as usual before we start about the subject we should know the meaning of the title What's the meaning of predestination and the faith? We say in Arabic, Al-Qadā'u wal-Qadar. Al-Qadā'u wal-Qadar, the faith and the predestination. Some scholars say there is no difference between these two words. Qadār, it means Qadar. Predestination, it means faith. And scholars Faith means predestination. Same thing, not different. And other scholars say, some scholars say, no, there is a difference between predestination and faith. I'm going to go through this again with you, as we did with the prophets and the messengers. Shortly I'll say, in Arabic language, words predestination, qadr, it means qadr al-shay'a hayya'ahu wa'a'addahu. When you repair something, repair it, we prepare for it. When you prepare for it, when you plan for it. That's the meaning of Qadr, Qaddartu. I plan for this thing. I prepare for it. When you have idea about it, you have knowledge, you know what will happen. This is preparing for it. So this is in Arabic the, mean, the meaning of this word, Qadr, predestination. Qadr in Arabic it means Qadr bima'na al-zarra. ونفذ وحكم ومنه القاضي لأن القاضي إذا قضى بالأمر ألزم به الخط القضاء it means in Arabic language it means in Arabic language when you did something something happened already something exists something you have said or you have done it Something happened, okay? It has been exist. Huh? Executed. Okay. So 
So this is the meaning of qada. So, basically, you prepare for things, then you do it. Because, huh? So, predestination should be before faith, qada. So, the first step is qadar, then qadar. For example, a planning to go to move from this apartment to this apartment. Planning it. Ask about the price. I have information about the new place. I know about it. Then I will go ahead and sprint or contact to move movers so I can move my stuff or my furniture to the other place. The first thing, which is planning, prepare for it, because Qaddaqul Amr. When I move, that Qaddaq, something happened, I moved already. Some people may say, why are you saying in Arabic, Qaddaq, Qadar. We should say, Qaddaq, Qaddaq, yani Al-Qadar wal Qaddaq. If you want to make it an order, it should be Al-Qadar Wal-Qadar. But since it's, uh, it's not easy when you pronounce Al-Qadar Wal-Qadar, it's easier to say Al-Qadar Wal-Qadar. It's much lighter, that's right? Even maybe if you didn't speak Arabic, you can feel it's lighter. Al-Qadar Wal-Qadar. It's lighter, it's, it's nicer than Al-Qadar Wal-Qadar. You see, you break it, it's heavy. So easier in pronounce. To say, Al-Qadaa'u wal-Qadar. But it doesn't mean that in order, no. It is similar to it a lot. Like the ulama say, As-Sabru wal-Taqseem. And it should be At-Taqseem wal-Sabr. This is As-Sabru wal-Taqseem, something is going to for If you want to check something, you classify the issue, then you start to check it. Do you know the electricity guy when he... When he checks the electrons, he brings the wires, and he takes one, two, three, four wires, okay? They start check each one. It has electricity or not, you know what? Right? So first of all, you divide, you divide it. Right? Then you check. So you divide it, then you check. But in Arabic, we said, check and divide. It doesn't mean in order, no. It means it's easier. Several of taxi. The slow. It's a flaw, yeah. yeah it's saying Al-Qadar or Al-Qadar is easier than Al-Qadar or Al-Qadar. What is the meaning of Al-Qadar and Al-Qadar? Before I tell you the meaning, I want you to know something. In this 20 minutes, you have to know. Because no one can believe in Al-Qadar or Al-Qadar until he believes in the pillar of Al-Qadar or Al-Qadar. If you know what's the pillar of the Al-Qadar or Al-Qadar, like Iman has pillars, five, six pillars. Qadar has six pillars too. If you know it, if you believe in it, you believe in Qadar. If you know the six pillars, you will know what the predestination is, and what the state is. So, let's try to do it easy and quick. 
they call it the pillar of Al-Qadha wal Qadr. First pillar in this issue, you believe in Allah's knowledge, Al-Iman Bi'ilmillah, that Allah know everything. As I told you yesterday, He know what happened, what is going to happen in the future, what He know about the thing it doesn't happen, if it happened, how it will be, looks like. Did you explain that already yesterday? His knowledge, subhanahu wa ta'ala, take over everything. He knows every single thing in this world. Allah said in the Quran, إِنَّمَا إِلَاهُكُمُ اللَّهِ إِنَّمَا إِلَاهُكُمُ اللَّهُ الَّذِي لَا إِلَاهَ إِلَّا هُوَ your Lord, your God is Allah. And there is no other with Him. He, subhanahu wa ta'ala, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, wasi'a kulla shay'in ilma. His knowledge takes over everything. He knows every single thing. وَعِنْدَهُ مَفَاتِحُ الْغَيْبِ لَا يَعْلَمُهَا إِلَّا هُوَ has the knowledge. He knows the unseen, the غيب. وَيَعْلَمُ مَا فِي الْبَرِّ وَالْبَحْرِ He knows what is in the land, what is in the sea. وَيَعْلَمُ مَا فِي الْبَرِّ وَالْبَحْرِ وَمَا تَسْقُطُ مِنْ وَرَقَةِ even if it is a little leaf drop and from the tree he knows he knew about it so this is the first pillar that he knows that Allah has the knowledge he knows about every single thing he has the complete knowledge, perfect knowledge. Second, fellow, believing in that Allah wrote down every single thing will happen in this world. أن الله قد كتب الأشياء قبل وقوعها. هذا الركن الثاني من أركان الإيمان القدر. That Allah wrote down, wrote, every single thing will happen, he wrote it in a book, which is Al-Kitab Al-Mahfuz, Al-Kitab Al-Maknud. أَلَمْ تَعْلَمْ أَنَّ اللَّهَ يَعْلَمُ Didn't you know, didn't you know that Allah knew, knows, يَعْلَمُ مَا فِي السَّمَوَاتِ وَالْأَرْضِ He knows what is in the heavens, what is the earth. يَعْلَمُ مَا فِي السَّمَوَاتِ وَمَا فِي السَّمَوَاتِ وَالْأَرْضِ إِنَّ ذَلِكَ فِي كِتَابِ All of this, it has been written in a book. إِنَّ ذَلِكَ عَلَى اللَّهِ يَسِيرٌ And this is something easy for him. 
والله يقول وما من رائبة في السماء والأرض إلا في كتاب مبين is not thing in this world إلا except it is in a book has been written in a book and been mentioned in the book which Allah سبحانه وتعالى has وكل شيء أحصيناه في إمام مبين everything we wrote it in a book a lot of verses in the Quran mention that third pillar it is that Allah has the will and he sha'a has willed every single thing happen in this world he willed it subhanahu wa ta'ala as it's mentioned in the Quran in many verses وَلَوْ شَاءَ اللَّهِ لَجَعَ لَكُمْ أُمَّةً وَاحِدًا وَاللَّهِ سُبْحَانَهُ وَتَعَالَى يَقُولُ تُؤْتِي الْمُلْكَ مَنْ تَشَاءُ وَتُعِزُّ مَنْ تَشَاءُ وَتُذِلُّ مَنْ تَشَاءُ Every single thing happened in this dunya, in this world, it happened by Allah سُبْحَانَهُ وَتَعَالَى as well. And في الحديث قلوب بني آدم بين أصبعين من أصابع الله يقلبها كيف يشاء الله control the hearts as he will سبحانه وتعالى and this will we can say it's one pillar or we can separate to two pillars to classify it as two pillars. The, the fourth one, he has two types, subhanahu wa ta'ala, from willing. The first type, it's general will. It goes for every creation. That every single thing happened in this world, from long, long, long time ago, before he creates anything, he has willed, subhanahu Before he creates everything, he will that you will be here, I will be here, Musa he will send to his people, the Jew will reject Musa's da'wah, every single thing happens. He has willed, subhanahu before he creates everything. There is another thing, another type of will which is comparing to the creation when it exists. As Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, إِنَّمَا قَوْلُنَا لِشَيْءٍ إِذَا أَرَدْنَاهُ When Allah wants to create something, He ordered when He wills. So this was when he will, there is another will here. For example, a such person, he died, he did today, he died, he died today, he passed away today. Allah 
He gnawed that. He willed that. Long, long time ago, before he created all the creation. That's right. Huh? But he, in that day, particular day, he will die. But in this day, in the same moment, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala ordered the angel of death to take soul, he will die. There's another will here, in this moment. And this will, it's a specific one. It's go for each creation individually. Not general. Not like that. The first one. Just to make it a little bit hard on you. <laughs> no. In this case, you will know there is nothing exists in this world until Allah's, until it exists by Allah's will. And there is nothing unexists in this world. It doesn't unexist because Allah, He didn't will it. That's right. Four, fifth pillar, fifth pillar. No, fifth. The will has two pillars. The general one, the specific one. The fifth pillar is the order. Amrullah. Allah's order. Command. ودليل ذلك يوم يقول كن فيكون قوله الحق when he says كن يعني be so be is the order is his command this word is his order is his command إنما أمره إذا أراد شيئا أن يقول له كن فيكون when he wills something سبحانه وتعالى he will say be and it will be done so this order be is a pillar that Allah creates every single thing by his command by this word be so you are created by his order be and every single creation was created by this was B. So this is the the state pillar. Uh, the fifth pillar. The sixth pillar is Al-Khalq. The that Allah creates. He's the creator. Subhanahu wa ta'ala. Inahu Khalaq. Inahu Al-Khalq wa Takween. That Allah creates Every single thing. When he created, when he let it to be exist, this is the sixth pillar of Qaba wa Qadar. Say that again. Who can say? First one, Al-Ilm, knowledge. Second, Kitabah, that Allah has wrote everything. Third, will, the general will. The fourth, specific will. The fifth, 
order of Amr. Become Mashiach Al-Hamma or the Mashiach Jusiyya. The sixth and the last one, he creates everything. He creates. If you put this six steps together, who can tell me now which fellows go to predestination and which fellows go to fate? I told you what's the meaning of fate. I told you what's the meaning of predestination. Let's see. Which one of these it will go to Predestination. Knowledge. The knowledge. He knew everything. Predestination depends on knowledge. Planning. Do you remember the meaning of language? Planning. Preparing. So knowledge. Second. He wrote it. Third. Will. The general will. Fourth. Specific will. No. Only three. Stephen. Three over here, and the rest of it is with the faith. So, when Allah, His faith is, His faith is, when you want to know what's the faith, is the three things, which is the specific will, then His order, then He creates, then it will be exist. His predestination is that He know about it, that he wrote it down, that he will it. Then it will go to the next step, which is how to exist this creation, how this creation be exist, by a specific will, by order, by creating it. So, this way you can tell what is the Qadr, what is the Qadr, we say it in Arabic, Al-Qadr, huwa ilmu Allahi bil-ashya, وَإِرَادَتُهُ لَهَا أَزَلًا وَكِتَابَتُهُ لَهَا فِي اللَّوْحِ الْمَحْفُوظِ وَالْقَضَى هُوَ إِيجَادُ اللَّهِ لِلْأَشْيَاءِ بِأَمْرِهِ الْكَوْنِيِّ وِثْقَ مَشِيئَتِهِ الْمُعَيَّنَةِ أو الجزئية أو الخاصة If you understand this it's the key for you to understand the whole subject if you can put your mind together and always remember the three things related to Qadr, the predestination, and the three things related to the faith, the Qadr, you will be able always to know the difference between them. Then you can deal with the ayat, with the whole subject, as you'll see. Sure. Since there's only five minutes left, let me to give you the history of the Qadr which is happening more than 5,000 years. Qadar, <laughs> in this issue, it's very easy. I know lots of brothers afraid of Qadar. They said, oh, we don't want to talk about this. This is the hardest issue. This is the most difficult issue in Aqidah. And in fact, it's not. It's very simple, very easy. But the people make it complicated. And it's one of the first shubha, shubha which is uh, suspicion. Iblis came with. 
even Iblis was misguided by a suspicion regarding to the Qabr. Iblis, Allah asked him to make sujud to Adam. What he said? Then he said, "Qala Rabbi bima aghwaytani." He said, "Allah, you misguide me." See, he said that you are the one who decided this. You are the one who made me make me evil. So why are you asking me to make sujud? Why you ask me why I didn't follow your command? You're the one who misguided me. So he used this suspicion, the shubha. Because that the ulama said, the first suspicion in Qadr, it was by Iblis. Which they call it Madhab al-Jabriyyah. The people claim that they have no choice. Allah forced them to do things. Allah forced them to do evil things. We call them Iblisiyyah. The ulama call them Iblisiyyah. Because they're going the Iblis ways. Because Iblis said to Allah, You're the one who fought me to be evil. This is a big issue here in America too. People confused about this. But inshallah I find out it's very easy, very very simple. And those people who said, who claimed that Allah forced us to do, there's a group we call Jabriya. Min al Jabri, in the Zam. Force. Other group, in other hand, this is in the right side, the left side, other group saying, no, Allah has nothing to do with the creation. Allah, He didn't know about His creation. He knew about things after it happened. He said, He didn't know that you are going to, for example, do this evil deed. He knew about after it happened. He didn't know about before. And, some of them felt shy to say this in this way. He said, no, He knew about it, but He didn't will it. He didn't create it. They believe in the predestination, but they don't believe in the faith. He said, no, the human being who created it. You are the one who created it, not Allah. Allah didn't, he didn't want, he didn't will it. He said, well, or he didn't create it at all. And this other group we call them Al-Qadariyah. And group start very early in Islam, in the time of Abdullah ibn Abbas and the Sahab, second generation Islam, in the Qarn al-Thani, the Qarn al-Thani, the second century, and century here doesn't mean a thousand years, no. It means, I mean, uh, a period. Yeah. Anyway, and the Prophet ﷺ mentioned about Qadariyya, and he said, Al-Qadariyyatu majusu ummati. The Prophet said, Al-Qadariya, they are the Majus. They are Majus. Majus, those people who worship the fire. They used to say, this world has two creators. 
He said, this world has two creators. One is the light. The one who creates the good. And other is the dark. The one who creates the evil. The evil things. So the world has two, he said, there's two creators. Ilahul wa ilahul al-dhulma. God for lightness and God for darkness. And those people from the Prophet mentioned they will come in his nation, they are similar to them. Why? Because they said, Allah, He didn't create your evil deeds. No, you're the one who created. So they make two gods. One who creates the good things and you are the one who creates the evil things. They get confused. When Muslims start talking about this issue, some scholars said, after Al-Hajjaj, he entered Mecca, and Al-Kahba was destroyed by Al-Hajjaj's army. Not the whole Kahba, but Allah, and it's almost destroyed. People, the new Muslims and uh, the relation said, the people came from, like, came from far, foreign country. Not familiar with Quran, not familiar with the Arabic, not familiar with the language of the Quran. They ask questions. Now Kaaba has been destroyed. Do you think it's been destroyed by Allah's will or not? If it is, how Allah will destroy his house? If it's not, that means they are stronger than Allah. And do you listen to that? And said, oh, that makes sense. Then people transfer this suspicion, suspicion to others. And people start talk. And this is show you, and up to this day we have this group in Muslim country. Tell you that it might start small, but by talking, it became bigger and bigger and bigger. If the Muslims learn that time, that when they have problems, what they should do? If they went to scholars, ask them how we know that, they will get the answer. A clear answer, which is very easy, that Allah delivers two times. One, when Allah wills something, it doesn't He like it. Allah will a lot of things, but he, it doesn't He like it. And Allah likes things, but it doesn't happen, because He didn't want it. That's easy. And a kufr, it's by Allah's word, but don't like it. doesn't mean that He likes kufr. No. Wala yarba al-ibadi al-kufr. He don't like it. But He gave, He let them to do what they, what they want. He accepts everything. He makes it clear for them. For His will guide you to this, the Iman will guide you to this. If we go to the scout, He'll get the answer. But since He's not, and will repeat here, make Isha'i. Room and people start talking. It is spread out so the people have this problem. And ignorant people came after and they said, Oh, we should say that and they start having followers. Algeria people who said that we Allah forced us. We don't have a choice. We belong to a man his name Al Jahan Abu Rafwan. Abu Mihra. Al-Rasidi, he was killed 
in 128 Hijriyan. He was killed by the Muslim ruler that day, who Salam ibn Ahwaz, he killed him after a battle. And Al-Jahab bin Sultan, he took this idea from a man, his name is Al-Ja'ad ibn Dirham. Al-Ja'ad ibn Dirham, he's a man, a man he was the first man came in public talking about a new initiation. And he's the first one he said that Allah, he didn't talk to Musa. And Ibrahim, he wasn't his Khalil. لم يكن خليل الرحمن. And therefore, the Imam al-Muslimin that day, Khalid ibn Abdullah al-Qasri, he brought him in Yom al-Abha, Eid al-Abha. You know Eid al-Abha? Huh? Eid al-Abha. He said, oh people, oh Muslims, everyone has tightening his uh, sheep out, uh, waiting for the prey, after he goes sacrifice the sheep. He said, he asked, seek petrol from skull. He said, I'm not going to sacrifice sheep or camels this day. What's he going to sacrifice? He said, I'm going to sacrifice a man. Who came out with an aviation, destroyed the Muslim ummah. The skull said, it's better than the sheep and camels. And really, he didn't sacrifice sheep and camels that day. He sacrificed this man instead of it. And when he finished his khutbah, he said, تَقْبَحُوا تَقَبَّرَ اللَّهُ بَحَيَاكُمْ إِنِّي مُضَحٍ بِالْجَعْدِ بْنِ دِرْعَمْ فَإِنَّهُ زَعَمَ أَنَّ اللَّهَ مَتَّقَلَ إِبْرَاهِيمَ قَلِيلًا وَلَا كَلَّمَ اللَّهُ مُوسَى تَكْلِيمًا Then he is down and he sacrificed him, he killed him. Before he died, the narration said, he sent his opinion and his ideas, he wrote it in a letter and he sent it to Jahan bin Safwan, secret. And Jahan take it and spread it out. And him and his wife, it's a, a long story. This Al-Ja'ad ibn Jirah, we can... Huh? Sacrifice your sheep, your animals. And he said, sacrifice your sheep. And he am going to sacrifice uh, this man, Al-Ja'ad ibn Al-Ja'ad ibn Jirah, he taught this idea from a man, his name, Bayan ibn Sam'an. His name is Bayan ibn Sam'an. Bayan ibn Sam'an, he took this idea from a man, his name is Palut. Who's Palut? Palut, his uncle is Lubayd al-Afam. Who's Lubayd al-Afam? Lubayd ibn al-Afam, you know? Lubayd ibn al-Afam, the one who made magic from the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa He's a Jew person. And he's the one who did the magic to the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa And the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa for one month was under this magic and until Allah subhanahu wa sent Jibreel and he took it off him. And the magic was only affected the Prophet He felt that he he met his or he he like had intercourse with his wife but he did it sallallahu alayhi wa uh, so you will see this uh, idea, which is Allah forced people to do something. It came from the Jew side. On the other hand, the people who said that Allah, the Qadariya, the group of Qadariya, who saying, who claiming that Allah, He didn't know about the things until it happened, or He didn't create it. This 
famous uh, thing. It came from a man from Basra. His name is Sin Sawayh or Si Sawayh Al-Baqqal. Sin Sawayh Al-Baqqal. He is a Christian. And some ulama said there's a man before him. His name is Sousan. Iraqi Nasrani or Tadda Nasrani from Iraq. He became Christian. He became Muslim. Then he came back to Christianity. But all the scholars said the one who really comes up with this uh, idea. His name is Ma'bad ibn Abdullah ibn Uwain al-Juhani al-Basri. And this man he kept this idea. And after that another guy. His name is Ghaylan al-Dimishqi. Ghaylan al-Dimishqi. He came with this idea and start talking about it. Abu Marwan, Ahad al-Bulagha, and he was a Christian too, but Umar ibn Abdul Aziz, he had a dialogue with him, and he repented, and after Umar ibn Aziz died, passed away, he came back with this idea, until he was killed by Hisham ibn Abdul Malik, rahimahullah, and this was 105 Hijrah. Then the Mu'tazila, a group of Mu'tazila, Wasa ibn Atah, and uh, Amr ibn Ubaid he took the idea and it's been transferred to the Shia and it's been transferred to the Zaydiyya Zaydiyya transferred to the Yemen uh, after a long time and the one who really took this idea was Al-Ma'moon the very famous Khalifa and Al-Mu'tafin they took this idea and they asked people to follow it and Al-Ma'moon in fact, he turned to Shi'i. He is almost became Shi'i because the Mu'tazila group it disappeared and come all their ideas turned to the Shi'a's idea. And I told you that it goes to Yemen uh, by a man, his name Al-Qadi Shamsuddin Ja'far ibn Ahmed ibn Yahya ibn Abdul Salam Al-Tamini Al-Bahluli Al-Yemeni. He taught this idea to Yemen and it became a very famous group in Yemen, which we call the Zaydiyya, up to this day. This is the history of these two groups, and uh, I say it before after, because maybe people are not interested in history, but it's still it's a good information to tell you uh, how this idea comes and how it is spread out in the Muslim country. Inshallah, after after, we'll continue by talking about how to understand this issue, the predestination in the faith, and what is the pillar for understanding this issue easy, and inshallah, uh, may Allah to help us and guide us to the right. In conclusion, we ask Allah that He brings you benefit through this lecture. For more information, you may contact us through the following address. The Islamic Propagation Office, Rabwa, P.O. Box 29465, Riyadh 11457, Saudi Arabia. Phone 445-4900, also 491-6065, fax 497-0126. If you would like to listen to more beneficial lectures, feel free to visit our website at www.islamhouse.com.
السلام عليكم ورحمة الله وبركاته